Welcome along to our latest edition of the Left Wing Back Podcast. Today I'm joined by Dara Foley, Kilbride and Carla Footballer. Dara, how's things? Kevin, all good. Great, great to be on with you and uh, yeah, all good, thank God. Yeah, podcast debut. I don't know if it's your full podcast debut or it's definitely your Left Wing Back one anyway, but uh, I don't remember you featuring on too many other ones up and down the country. Maybe the weaker, the weaker Counties one, we on that one stage? No, no, this is this is the first one. Uh, yeah, I've been uh, been shying away from it. It wouldn't be great now for uh, for anything like this, but uh, should we give it a go and see how it goes? We should we should have got a few points into you first. <laughs> I know, I'm trying to stay away from them now. To be honest, that. <laughs> Listen, how's how's things? How's things with you the last couple of months? Um, you know, obviously it's it's mad times and. Yeah, with the COVID and that, and the the rat of COVID was felt in Kilbride, and it kind of played havoc with your with your championship um, aspirations. Yeah, um, do you know it's, it's 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 COVID. It's been it's been a nightmare really uh, for everyone. Um, I suppose I see it uh, more so here at home uh, with my partner Shauna, who's an ICU nurse. So. You know, it really puts things into perspective, uh, sporting wise. When when you're when your Sean is coming home from work and she's telling you the some of the horror stories that she might be seeing up and working that you know, and it's 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 tough. It's tough, but um, yeah, COVID. It was a bit of a nightmare for Kilbride as well. You know, we 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 unfortunately one of our players picked it up just before uh, we played our just before we were supposed to play our first game against their old second team, and uh, they kind of kind of messed up things a bit for us there, but. Yeah, it's 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 been a nightmare. It's been a nightmare. But um, yeah. hopefully we'll start coming out the other side of it soon. Yeah, all going well. And look, it's it's kinda it's uh, presented us with a kind of an awkward situation now because uh, stuff has been put back a week. We we know the situation with, with Palatine and, and the blues and we'll come to you on that um in a moment, Dara. But I I'd first just like to ask, like, as as a Kilroy man, were were you offered the opportunity to kind of play that game or was it going to be a case that the lads are the unfortunate chap that tested positive was was not going to be kind of ready within the fourteen. Or what happened there? Was there ever talk of playing the game at any stage, even outside the fourteen days? Um, no. What happened was one of the lads picked it up, but he wasn't. He didn't actually uh, get his test results until the morning of the the, uh, the day we were supposed to play our old second team. So the our committee uh, were in contact with um, the county board and. We were advised that we'd have to give a walk over that we wouldn't be able to refix the the, the game. I know Airog were were trying to were going to try accommodate us and try refix refix it, but the rules stated at the start of the championship that if a team was a member a member of a team picked up COVID or the team would have to give a walk over if they were going to be affected. So it was a bit of a it was it's a bit of a nightmare, you know, and. Um, yeah, unfortunately, we had to we had to concede that game to Airog, and it probably made our task even more difficult than facing into a, a local derby against Michael the following week, and then Banner Brennan to finish it off. But um, yeah, it was it was disappointing the way things played out, and that we weren't able to get that game refixed. And it could have been very awkward because when a walkover is given, I don't think you can bring in the the score difference into it. So that could have been another potentially awkward situation and God only knows what would have happened. So like the rules are the rules at the end of the day and we'll come to those a little bit later as well. But like I thought there would have been a great deal of sense in trying to play that game somewhere. Um, and just looking at the bigger picture perhaps and I'm sure that's a sentiment that might have been shared down that way. 
Yeah, that's we, we we were hoping that we might be, might have been able to fit it in maybe midweek near the end of the the group stages maybe between the Michael game and the Banner-Branagh game you know because teams would have been training anyway midweek so we wouldn't have mind I'm sure Airog wouldn't have minded uh, instead of training and getting another game under their belt um, and it was just disappointing the way it played out you know it's um, it's no one's fault that they pick up this thing you know and. and some clubs have been lucky that they haven't had any cases. We were just one of the unfortunate ones that we picked it, that it came into our club and we just weren't able to fulfil that first fixture, you know, and it was, we, we were hoping to get refixed, but unfortunately, as we said, it wasn't to be. And you were motoring well in challenge games up to that anyway, and <laughs> that presented another bit of a headache. I think might, a fine might have been heading in your direction for, for that, but I know you played very well in that game that we, we may or may not talk about and you've been motoring well, so... It was disappointing. Like it was just one of those things, and unfortunate that G came out the wrong side of it. That's it. You know, we we you know this year it, with the the way the championship was going to be played off. Like we we've an Asian team, and a lot of lads were were getting back out of the house. They were <laughs> they were delighted training was on. Whereas last year we couldn't get into the field. This year they were down there early, and they were they were mad to play football. And then kind of when we got the case it kind of it kind of derailed the season you know we, we, lads found it hard to get back into the group of things because they were saying oh gee we're down the game already we're playing Michael next local derby we have to see what way that goes and then you know kind of lads became disillusioned with it and disheartened you know that we, it looked like we weren't going to get out of the group no matter what we'd done so numbers started to dwindle then training and that just had a kind of snowball effect then on us you know throughout for the rest of the group stage yeah, and of course, uh, Colin O'Toole helped me with the Irish Rally podcast as well and setting that up. He's a big rally man, but he's a big Kilbride man as well. And I know he picked up an injury and, you know, I know the way you're fixed down there. You're fairly thin on the ground, like, and when you start losing lads for whatever reason, it's tough going. And the age profile, I suppose, isn't wonderful there either, being honest about it. So, like, you need all the luck you can get and you just had polar opposite of that, like. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, you know, Colin is a, is a, is a great man. He's you know, a brilliant Kilbride club man who's, who's done great work down there in the committees and all. And unfortunately, he broke a rib a couple, a couple of weeks out before um, we played, we were supposed to play the first round of the championship. And, you know, especially after he was in a bad, a very serious car crash, a rally crash a couple of years ago, and for him to come back and even be involved still is serious going. Um, but, you know, it's it, it was, it was... It, if we lose anyone, we're going to be under pressure because we only have a panel of about 20 lads. You know, I'm 29 now and I think I'm still third youngest on the team, you know, so it just goes to show what kind of age profile we have, you know. And like, so you have to take your hats off to the lads that we have down there just that they keep turning up and stay going, you know. Brendan Butler is 43 and he was probably the best lad we had all year. So, they really show that age just a number, you know. They, they stay going and stay defying the odds and long may that continue for us down there. And what way you fix say, in the next couple of years, which are uh, projected graduates from Warren Rangers? Yeah, it's it's we have one or two coming, but you know it's it, it's it's hard to keep young lads uh, motivated, you know, and, and keep them keep them playing, given the current climate and all, and you know, it's a lot of distractions outside of football, you know. I find that young people are finding it hard to give the commitment that maybe we were able to give starting off you know because they're saying oh, what's the point of me coming if I'm going to college in Dublin or Galway or wherever what's the point of me coming back to train during the week with, with Kilbride when, when I could be living the life and enjoying my social life outside of that you know it's um, it, it's hard for the young people coming along I suppose 
from where we're at, we know that we're having an aging team and the next couple of years could be very bleak and it might be, there might be time for the three clubs within the parish of Ballon, Kilbride and the Fighting Cox to maybe sit down and have a, have a conversation to see where the three clubs are going and whether we would be better off amalgamating and, and seeing playing under one bracket and see, seeing how that goes for maybe two or three years and see can we compete at a senior level because I've no doubt if we did do that we would be able to compete at a senior level and we'd be hoping to push on and even contest maybe senior finals but that's that's for another day another yeah. conversation and in fairness Tarlow has said that on the podcast here that it's something he'd like to see happening across the board with, with many areas like yourselves that that you know it gives lads the opportunity to play senior football, which, you know, luckily you have had up and down for the last 12 years, but other guys that wouldn't have had that exposure, it gives them the opportunity to go on and play senior county football because they know the level, they know what they have to aspire to, and, you know, they're under the spotlight that bit more as well. That's it. You know, I was blessed when I started off that Kid Wright had a, a, a team, it's the same team now, but their head profile was just a lot better, you know, and... We were really coming uh, at that time in, in the year like 2010, 2011, and we competed as senior for five or six years. But you know, we 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 soon realised that Jesus, we have nothing. Like it's going to be a big gap between when we're going to have new lads coming onto the panel. And as you said, it'd be great for the area if if we could join together, even if we could keep the teams uh, junior, intermediate, and senior, and then amalgamate and have a senior club. Just to try it out, it would be brilliant to see if we could be successful because it would be great for the likes of the young lads coming up along there in the three clubs to compete at senior level after playing underage all together along the way, you know. Uh, and it'd be great to see whether we could do something that way. You only have to look at the success of Mount Leinster Rangers and what they've done. You know, they were three um, independent clubs and they joined together and, you know, they're an unbelievable outfit now, you know. They are indeed, and I suppose to give a like-for-like like comparison, you're talking about those young lads that are looking at you now, but when you were that young lad at 15 and 16, you possibly, I know that rule was changing around 2007, and I know Gan was playing a bit with our locking juniors and off, he should or shouldn't have been. I, I, you might have played a game or two as well with Kilbride on the QT, but definitely the year after when you were eligible, you were midfield on that team that won the championship at 17 years of age. But the point I'll make is, in those you know, couple of years before that, you were looking at Kilbride competing at Division 1 level and competing very well in Division 1. And that really stood to Kilbride when it came to going up to senior and, and in trying to make the step to senior. Now, that's another little debate, I suppose, where if we had the opportunity to play at different grades in the league again, you know, it has to, it has to stand the clubs. You've seen that firsthand. Absolutely. You know, um, I suppose the rule change with the, the no relegation or promotion in the leagues probably sat her standing to Kilbride the last couple of years because we've been down so, so many numbers with, with myself being with the footballers or Owen Nolan or Park Nolan being with the hurlers and we would have been down a few lads for the first few league matches and we always found ourselves under pressure then coming towards the end of the league to pick up a couple of wins. But when we were when we were successful there 10 years ago, we were competing at Division 1 level before we made the breakthrough in the intermediate and it did stand to us, you know, that year you're talking about there we, when we won the intermediate championship, we actually got the Division 1 league final against Aeroge senior team and they, they beat us by four points in the day but we took great confidence from getting to that Division 1 final saying like this and that's we should be winning this intermediate championship and, and that's the way it panned out you know um, and maybe it might be something that the county board needs to look at again just to bring a bit of a competitive edge back into the league because a lot of teams some teams have given walkovers uh, some of teams aren't feeling you know so it's maybe something they have to look at in the future Yeah so 
look, can I talk to you about the hot topic then over the last week? And this has been the way the Palatine O'Hanlon situation has been handled. So, you know, on, on Sunday, there was uh, discussions all around the county. Is it going ahead? Is it, is it not going ahead? And it was decided that the game was going to be put back a week. Um, it's now taking place Sunday at uh, 7 in Dr. Cullen Park, I think, 7 or half 7. And um, Pat have been afforded the opportunity to, to play the game. And first of all, you know, the most important thing, we wish the two lads well to test the positive and hope, hopefully everyone else is, is going well out there. And Like, we don't wish harm on anyone. We don't wish harm on Palatine. They're not, we're not saying who's right and wrong. But there's an inconsistency here somewhere. And maybe you have the answer for it, maybe you don't. But, just in terms of how you guys were treated and in terms of how Palatine are treated, is there something of a comparison to be made here? And if so, you know, is there a feeling that Kilbride are a little bit hard done by in comparison to how Pal have been treated? Um, it's, a, it's a difficult question. Um, you know, in Kilbride, we, we feel that we, we, have, we were hard done by. Um, we felt that maybe we could have fitted, in, fitted the Aero game in, as I said, Towards the latter stage of the groups, uh, group stages when, when, when um, our player was given the all clear, and we were we were all given the all clear to come back and play. Um, I'm not too sh- I'm not f- fully aware of what the full story is with Palatine. There's no you you hear rumors going around about th- different things like the lads were in a team meeting together or whatever. But uh, it's if the county board had a said at the start uh, or before the championship started that if a team. A case becomes uh, a case arises within a, a club team in a knockout stage is that to be afforded the time to, to play the knockout stages. There would be no issue, you know, because the knockout stages are knockout stages. You're in the quarterfinal, and it would have been very hard done by for them to have to stand down if just because someone picked up COVID, you know. Um, I suppose that's a, it's a very diplomatic answer from yourself there, Kevin. But I know you're involved with the county as well, and you don't want to piss off the board, and I get that. That's no, I, 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 I no, Jesus, I, I listen to the county board, and all that sometimes I might be a bit outspoken or whatever towards them, and, and likewise them to me. But it's 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 a hard one to answer, you know, because I don't know the full story with the Palatine situation. Uh, but just from Kilbride's point of view, we do we do feel hard done by that. We weren't given the chance to play that Aero Aero game. Um, because as you said, if we had to come down to maybe a head-to-head or score difference, that game would have been a bit very important, you know. Because I, I know the rules stated at the start that if if team has to stand down due to a COVID case, they'll have to give a walkover. So just because it's knockout now, that change, you know, and that's it, it, maybe if they had stated that at the start of the championship, it would have been better off for everyone. Yeah, and that's where people are a little bit annoyed. It's that element of doubt and that inconsistency that even has me and you talking about right now. Yeah, listen, and you know, it, it, as you said, you have to feel you have to feel sorry for the for the, the two players in question that, that picks it up. No one goes out to pick up COVID. You know, Absolutely, it's, it's yeah. an awful yeah. thing, and you know, it could like the two lads. I don't know what you want, who the players are, but there could be main players on that team. So, of course, Pat are going to do everything they can to have them lads available to play uh, in a quarter final against uh, the, the Blues. You know, so it's. Uh, it's an awful situation for them to find themselves in it. And to be fair to the county board, it's, an, it's, a, it's a tough position for them to be in because they want to give everyone an opportunity to play. You know, that's, that's the reason we all play football is because we want to play the games that when they're there, you know, and no one wants to miss out on a, on a chance of playing in the senior semi-final because of, of COVID, you know. It's, yeah. a, it's a very difficult one and it was a very difficult one for them to process too. 
the ripple effect of this is huge as well, Dara, because um, obviously it means that, you know, both semifinals have actually been put back. The final has been put back. Um, and it clashes, the county final clashes, you know, the same weekend that Carlos Senior Football is out in a league game. <laughs> so, like, it's, it's become a bit of a mess here. Uh, yeah, it is. It has become a huge mess. Yeah, I know. If you'd have to feel sorry for uh, my crew and and Joe Brennan coming in there, trying to trying to see who to have before the test I go, and then you know it's only two weeks out then before we we, we play um, Offaly in in the first round of Leinster Championship, and because London aren't in the league, we're down the game already. You know, um, so whoever plays in the county final probably won't won't have any games for the county team before we play a first round of championship. It's, it's, it's a bit of a nightmare situation. And I suppose a fear of the players, the county players had um, before the club season started was how long it was going to take for the club. There was a very little time period when the club season was due to be over. For the, it was only a week before we played Sligo. So we were actually hoping that we could have played the football season off a bit earlier. So this mightn't have arose. But I suppose the county board probably put the football to the latter end of the year because Torlo stepped down and they probably needed time to get a new management team in and he probably needed to see the, see the, see the players that were available. So it's been a bit of a catch-22, you know. Yeah, but it is, it's, it's going to be a nightmare for the county team and, and for Niall uh, over the next couple of weeks to try and uh, navigate through it. Yeah, um, we had Niall on last week here and, you know, very, very honest guy. I know him, I know him a long time. Um, he, he said, obviously, that he met with a couple of the senior players. I take it you're one of those? Yeah, well, I had, I actually, we, we, uh, I, I met Niall last night. We were actually back, uh, back in Fenna there last night, a few of the players that have been knocked out of championship. And, uh, yeah, he's uh, a like, lovely man, nice man, but a real uh, straight talker, you know, uh, he knows exactly why he wants to get out of the group and how he's going to do it. And yeah, it, you know, it bodes well for the future. You know, he seems like he's really enthusiastic about where for Carroll football can go and get back to the heights that we we, sh- we have been before. And you know, it's it's, it's an exciting time again. You know, to 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 be a Carroll footballer and it's like the likes of Jordan Brennan coming on board there. If you're not going to learn something from a man who's been there and done it, you're not going to learn from anyone really. You know. Yeah, that must have been, um, when you see Joe Brennan dropped in there as well among the guys that's going to be involved, it must have been like, Jesus, that's a kind of a, I wouldn't mind going in and playing for him. Not that you had any doubts anyway, because you've been, you've been committed and always always have been like, but, you know, it certainly it certainly helps in, in probably getting lads in there a bit, you know, will I go in, will I not go in sort of a job? Absolutely, yeah. It's, um, you know, Dara, he's he's only he's only been retired a couple of years there from county football, and I know he's still playing with St Vincent's up in Dublin. And you know he's he knows exactly what it takes to be at at the very top of inter county football. You know, and if you can't, if you're not going to listen to someone like Jar, you're you're not going to listen to anyone really. You know, and and to be fair to Niall Carew as well, he is a very impressive CV too. You know, right hand man under Kieran McGinney when when um, Kildare got to an other in semi final and probably unlucky not to beat down and then he went out on his own and was very successful with Sligo got them to a conic final and he's been very successful with a lot of club teams you know and the management team that he has there as well he's been shrewd with bringing Victor Dial in too from who's over in their 20s so that there's a bit of a continuation there of bringing in new blood and then he's keeping Simon Ray on board too you know it's it's, it's, it's an exciting management team and you know if, if lads are sitting on the fence now with that management team there 
they'd probably be better off now coming in. You know, you have to give it a hundred percent, and that's what them lads are looking for. Yeah, like those days are gone when, when you were home and hawing about going in because the bar has been raised a little bit, like since. Ah, that's uh, absolutely, Kevin. If you're not, if you're not buying into it a hundred percent, there's no point because one, you're going to get found out yourself, and two, then the team are going to suffer. You know, uh, you need everyone pushing in the one direction. Like I think a lot of things as we met, like met out about camera teams like that, it's very like nearly ran run like an army, but it's not. You know, you're you're playing football in there you're in there to enjoy playing football you know pitting yourself against the best lads that you can and you know it's, it's a great group in there and like it's a great old crack in there too you know it's not all doom and gloom and, and hard training we yeah training is very enjoyable and you know we're, we're looking forward to pushing on again and seeing where we can go with this management team and, and the group of players again and Kieran and Gary Nolan are still there as well so those two guys are two men that you know very well haven't played with both and I know you, you knock around with the boys up and down as well. So um, it's good to have those guys around. They've, they've been there and done it as well. Gary was on the panel for a good few years. And, um, you know, you have Kieran there who, Jesus, I, I've heard mad stories about Kieran planking for crazy sorts of minutes. And maybe you'll shed some more light on that. But I heard he's a serious man to do a plank and hold it for a long time. <laughs> yeah, Jesus. Uh, like, in Carroll, we're blessed to have the two, the two Northern boys, uh, Gary and Kieran. Um, I couldn't speak highly enough of the two lads. You know, they're... As you said, they've been there, they've done that, they both have played with Carlos throughout the years and um, you know, Gary's a top class physio, you know, and he like last year we were very lucky that where it wasn't lucky, it was Gary's hard work that a lot we didn't pick up many injuries, you know, and the injury profile has been very good, you know, especially with an agent team that he's been he's able to keep an eye on lads and, and make sure lads are ready for the weekend games and but like Kieran I attribute Kieran for a big culture change in Carroll football. You know, even before, or even when he was playing, Kieran was up in college in in the University of Ulster, Jordanstown, and Jesus, he was always dedicated towards his football and all. Before he went up there and, and how he trained and everything, but he came back just a different animal, even again. And it was it was scary, like you know, he, he, just how he prepared himself and how he had got his body into the condition that and it still is in, you know, he could still be playing county football, I'd say, only for a few niggly injuries. But yeah, some of the stuff he's ever do, like weights wise, is just scary, you know, the strength of the man. He's uh, but we're blessed to have him as a strength conditioning, you know, or because he could be with any county team or any sporting organisation, but because he's such a, a mad, passionate Carlo man, he's still coming down out of uh, Dublin City Centre and, and, and running sessions, doing the sessions and doing gym sessions and all. It's where we are. We're really blessed to have him. And I'll let that continue. I know, I know you had a few months out with the start of the year, but do you miss Poacher around the place still? Hey, listen, Steve, he's a, he, what a unique character, you know. Uh, I, I, I know any of the players that are on the panel would would uh, actually irritate about Stevie and what he done for the group. You know, he's uh, he's he's just a unique man. You know, he has a way about him and, and he gets his message across in such a way that he could be actually dogging you, but he's saying it in a nice way. You know, and you'd be able to understand what he's trying to get to. You know, he, he he'd never run a lad down or anything. He'd always be building people up. You know, and he was he was huge a huge influence on me when when he came in and. Um, you know, he he is a he will be a big loss around, um, and he was he was certainly a big loss last year when when he stepped away because you know it was probably it was, it was tore off 
found it difficult to find a course to step in at that at that late stage and it was it was always going to be a hard gig to follow after what Stevie and, and Toro had done, you know. Um but just from last night being out on the pitch with uh Jared Wren, he's he, he's 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 gonna be a top class coach for us, you know, and, and as long as we get the players to buy in, we should have no excuses anyway. Absolutely. So um moving on then, let's let's kinda of crack on and, and look at the games in a little bit of detail, I suppose, this weekend. So um, Friday night we have Eirog and Balnebrana in the first intermediate semi-final you didn't get to see Eirog <laughs> we mentioned that already um, you didn't get to play again up, up close and personal but um, these two sides have met already I, I think there was a, a bit of controversy in that as well with Eirog winning late on or something but um, a very strong Eirog second team they fielded four this year again which is, which is fair going um, James you were supposed to transfer to them for the last 12 years what's going on it's, 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 that's, that's the longest rumour I've ever heard me faking like <laughs> <laughs> I was wondering how I was wondering how long it would take for you to say that, Kevin. <laughs> uh, yeah, the, the the checkbook they, they lost the checkbook, I think there. So that's why like, um, I know Jesus. You, you may know, get a different agent, just, lad. That's it. Yeah, but that might be the problem. The, the father is the agent, so maybe he wasn't. <laughs> Uh, I know, geez, because um, I'm living in Carrolltown here, and uh, I wouldn't be too far away from Air Oaks pitch, you know, but. This they all don't need me, or they don't need they don't need anyone coming in from outside. You know they have the numbers they have, and and the strength and depth they have is unbelievable. You know, um, they're a serious serious club, and and they're 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 getting stronger and stronger. You know, and and it's um, you know they're really. I think they're very unfortunate that there's no well there, there's no Leinster club championship this year because. I know they have to get through the rest of the, the the senior group, and they might stumble, maybe not. But if they, if they did get out, Carroll, they would be a serious serious bet to, to win that Leinster title. You know, they, they probably should have won it last year. Unfortunately, Barry Bowden pipped them. But yeah, a serious outfit, you know. Um, but yeah, as I said, they don't need me going down there now at this stage. They, they have enough lads as it is. So they're not going in. <laughs> Ah, Jesus, Kevin, I could, could never leave good right. Big <laughs> Jim would absolutely uh, kill you, lad. That's it. Ah, no, you know, the Kilbride is, is, is uh, football is everything for me, you know. They, they, that's where I, I grew up and, you know, I was down there for when I was four or five, you know. Various memories of standing behind the goal, kicking back out the football to the lads and I was only knee-high to a grasshopper, you know. But uh, that's where I got a, a good ground for, for football and my love for GA was down there. So it'd be very hard for me to, to step away from that, you know. And I'd probably I'd be still going down there as, as long as there's a club, you know. And hopefully that, we can continue that for a long time. Right, there you go. So all the tablets out there now can fake off. I won't be watering you. Um, right, back to, this, uh, back to the semi-final then. So, yeah, um, Simon Ray, your selector, and, and Eric McCormack still going strong on that second team for, for Airog. And Balnebrana, as we know, very unlucky to be back down this year. And at that, have, you know, haven't come through the group uh, flawless by any means. So how do you see this going? Yeah, this is going to be a, it's it's going to be a tight one again. It's um, you know I was I was very impressed with Banner Brana. We played them there only the last group game, um, you know, and they're down Darren Lunny there, who'll be a big loss through injury. But Samson in there full forward, he's he's a, he's a handful, you know. I think man, the crew could be looking at him maybe full full, full forward in the county team instead of in goal. Um, you know, they play they play a nice band of football and and a lot of. They kick a lot of diagonal balls into Samson and play off him, and, and they're using the mark well. 
Um, and then, as you said, Aero, they still have Simon Ray there pulling the strings of centre forward, who'll probably be still on any senior team in the county, you know, and, and Slake in there finishing. And they have lots of young lads there coming along too. So it's, 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 it's going to be, it's, it come down to the last couple of minutes again. And I w- wouldn't be surprised if there's a little bit more controversy in this one, Kevin, but um, it's, it's a hard one to call. But two good teams, and, and as you said, Banner Banner are very unfortunate to, um, to come back down this year, you know. They're, they're a building club, to be fair to them. They're, they're, going, they're doing good. They're doing everything right over there. I'm nearly sure two yeah. years ago they played a, an epic encounter inside Dr. Cullen as well. And uh, it could have been Samuel's first year, actually. And uh, Christy Bulger and him, I remember having a right hustle. <laughs> I think I, I remember think that, yeah. the jersey before they, even, before they even got to half time. <laughs> uh, I, I think so. And Samson, to be fair to him, you know, he, he like... He'd be able to mix it, but he's such a nice lad. He uh, like he wouldn't even be mouthing. I'd say he'd be just laughing in there, you know. He he, he I'd say he takes the heart to as a compliment, you know, because <laughs> um, it's it's nice for him to get back out of the goal and 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 do his thing and full forward. And you know, he, he's he's a gas character, but he's going to be a hard man to handle there for Airog. Um, I'm not too sure who Airog have full back at the minute, as we said, because we, unfortunately we didn't get to play them there uh, this year. But whoever whoever picks them up will have their hands full. Well, indeed. So the second one there is uh, it's actually down for seven o'clock on Saturday, and that's obviously Fenna against Kildare Tony Gall. And uh, look, we spoke about this Fenna side for a long time. We thought we were never, they were never going to win this junior. You know, they're in the junior for for ages, and they were Jesus. They were they were nearly like a nineteen or twenty year old playing in a minor championship, but still not winning it. Just that kind of a comparison. But they're up now, and they're looking like they're going to be hard to beat. Uh, they beat Kildare. Clunny Gall comfortable enough I think in the group stages and that's not going to count for a whole lot now obviously Saturday evening but uh, I expect this to be a very good game as well Yeah absolutely you know um, Kildavin uh, have, a, have a very shrewd operator over him in Pat Nolan you know and I'm, I'm sure they will have learned a lot from that defeat um, to, to Fenna over in, it was actually in the centre of Exxon's and, and the big pitch probably suited Fenna a lot more as well you know they have a lot of young lads we actually played them in a in a, a practice game there when we were allowed back after COVID, and I, I I'd heard good things about the minor team coming along, and I I, I had never came across them, and uh, Jesus, they were they're frightening. They they they, they put us to the sword. I think they beat us by about ten or twelve points, you know, and and the speed of them, the physicality of them as well, you know, they weren't shying away from a tackle, you know, and and they're really getting stuck in and. You know, they are a coming team and it won't be long before they are up senior. And I think with that group to have for Carroll football, I think Carroll football needs that thin a team to be moving up to senior and, and trying to push on, you know, because they were so dominant at that minor level that if they can continue that, continue that, there will be a force to reckon with over the next couple of years. Yeah, so the two junior semis, uh, Jesus, like you have... Uh, Grange and Tolo is going to be very hard to, to separate that's not the Sunday but I'll come to the, the Lockton Rivers Ireland game first now uh, kind, of, kind of a funny story with this one I was uh, I happened to be working the Sunday that Lockton were playing in Ireland and the boys had a bit of hardship with the stream out in Ireland they couldn't, couldn't get going or whatever and yeah, I was finished at 3 o'clock and uh, I, I worked there in around the Newlands Cross general area and uh, we, we got down on here for half time and we got a stream going for the second half, an audio, an audio stream. But what I'm trying to say is I can't really work off the, the basis that I've seen all three Lachlan Bridge games because I think they only saw two and a half. But what I saw from Tin Island was uh, a fairly a fairly decent second team now, I have to say. There's a lot of guys that easily could have been playing, playing senior and 
uh, Lachlan are motoring fairly well and it's a breath of fresh air struggle for for so long and to finally see them going well is great so four o'clock um, Saturday in, in Netwatch Cullen Park um, I probably I'd say it's five maybe four or five years since Lachlan Bridge even got into Netwatch Cullen Park it's been all fenner for, for that length of time um, the fear I'd have I suppose with the, with the Lachlan Bridge hat on is the fact that after winning those three games and they're playing the team that they bet in the last round often hard to, to keep motivated they are very steady they seem mature uh, but this Tenryan team are, are a good side as well so Jesus, it could go either way as well like that's it and it's the same with it, 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 and it bodes well for power football that every every game that we've talked about there in the knockout stages you, you can't really call them you know it, they're kind of really are 50-50 games it's uh, and it's not just me and you sitting on the fence it's, it's, it, they are very hard to call um, but it, like Lockenbridge, it'd be great for Lockenbridge to, to to get going again and get up into intermediate, you know. Because when I first started off playing Kilbride, Lockenbridge were after coming down only a couple of years before that from senior level, and they were actually in the intermediate group the first year that I played, and it was always a difficult game, you know. And for it's they're kind of sleeping giants there at the minute, you know. You need them to get back going and 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 motor and then. Because we need the teams that they need the senior teams to be at least at intermediate level. You know, the first team in every in every parish or whatever to be at at least intermediate level if we want to be competing at, at county level. You know, and and making sure every lad gets an opportunity to play at their highest level. But it's um, you know, Tin Rylands, yeah, they probably have a few lads there that, as you said, could be on their senior team. Maybe they might be just playing that level just to didn't want to commit to the senior the senior aspect of it, but. Again, it's it's going to be a tough one to call, and uh, you might you might feature for the last ten minutes, Kevin, if you're needed. Really. Well, I tell you, I, I won't, Eric, because I actually transferred to collection this year, and we were playing Jesus. up there. Yeah, yeah. So uh, that was uh, that was a secret that I kept fairly well up until now on the podcast. But uh, there you go. But that's that's how I happen to know about that little practice match that G bloody played. Um, I, I don't know if you were or weren't supposed to play it, but uh, I I saw nothing wrong with playing it personally. There was no lockdown at the time, but look, I don't make the rules. Kevin, you, you've gone to the dark side, that Jeez, you're over the bridge. That's a that's a big that's a big move, you know. Yeah, yeah, sure. Look, these you know the way these women are now. There, <laughs> that's know. it. Actually, yeah, actually, if Shauna gets gets away, we'll be playing for Aska. Don't fall. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, don't, don't, don't fall for. But uh, no, look, uh, yeah, that's that's been that's been good crack this year. It's actually mad going out and playing against lads that you don't know. I was only playing uh, a bit of junior C because I went back in shift work. And uh, a funny one actually. Look, we, we might as well, we might as well share this one now. We're on it, but we played the first game I played for Clashen this year uh, was was a junior air practice match against All Auckland. You couldn't you couldn't write this now. Like, and I live two miles from All Auckland pitch and. Uh, anyway, we we played we played in the second half and uh, ball came in there at the end and uh, a lot of that Barry Fitz in the goal. Barry Fitz is a selector now and I don't know the Barry Fitz played too much football. It was near enough last kick anyway. I went for a point. I'll be honest about it and dropped into the net and that was that we won. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> you, actually, you actually couldn't write it. It, it was. Bad. But uh, yeah, that's how that's how the season. Twenty twenty, huh? Twenty twenty. Twenty, yeah, that's it. I mean, Kevin, you, should, you, you shouldn't say you were going for a point. That I always take the credit when you get a goal. You say you meant it, lad. Right, Ron Lee in your job. Um, that's it. Anyway, so look, I, I won't, I won't be featuring anyway. I, I, uh, I hope to actually be in there to to see what's going on. Um, but uh, yeah, it's it's saucy enough to go see your team play this weekend actually because it's uh, eleven quid each for the junior semi finals and the sixteen quid each for the intermediate semi finals. So. <laughs> 
Um, they, they must see value in the standard as well, and it must be gone sky high altogether. But uh, Jesus, um, I suppose supply and demand is one thing, but Jesus, they're, they're fairly saucy prices. Let's be honest about it. Like. Yeah, they are. To be fair, um, I actually hadn't. I didn't realise that until you, until you said it there. The prices of it. Um, I suppose they're probably trying to trying to trying to generate a bit of revenue there, whatever way they can, you know, uh, because they're probably under a bit of pressure there with the way everything has gone. Um, but the Park TV has been a great uh, great asset just to get get to watch all the games if you can't get a ticket too, you know. It, but um, has, has that gone up for the weekend now as well? If there's I actually didn't look at the, the park prices yet. Um, do you know mm. what? We'll do, we'll do it. Like, when, when Joe Rogan does his podcast, he has this guy looking up stuff on Google and he turns it over the camera and you can get a screenshot. Uh, and I'm attempting to do it here now and I'm not really logged into it. But uh, bear with me there now one second. And we won't. <laughs> We might not need to edit this out. We might, we may need to edit it out. But if I, if I can, if I can think of my password in in a reasonable time, uh, <laughs> yeah. here we go. Say nothing now. Say nothing. Uh, let's take in. We'll take Lachlan Bridge versus Tin Ryland as a, as an example. Okay, so seven quid for that. There we go. That's the price point for that. Uh, intermediate semi final, uh, seven quid as well. And. Yeah, that senior game I think remains at the six because that's a, a quarter final. Now I'm sure they might. I don't know. We'll cope with some bundle because will will people want to watch junior semi finals or do you know what I mean? Yeah, well, I suppose people would. Which is definitely interesting in watching them anyway because as you talked about there, there's probably there's probably a good few footballers there in Lockland Bridge that I haven't come across before. You know, uh, playing the grades or whatever that you, you'd like to see. Do you know can they, yeah. can they push on and become a force maybe at intermediate level because that's what we need. Suppose they've been Lachlan Bridge have probably been on a big, been unfortunate. Sorry, that oh Lachlan were going so well there for so long that anyone that was playing with Michael Davids could go either way, you know. Uh, and it probably there's probably probably a contentious issue to be ringing up with yourself that they might have lost a few lads over the time, you know. But it'd be great to see Lachlan Bridge coming again, you know. As I said, it'd be great to see him moving up, maybe intermediate, and and, and trying to see how they get on there. Yeah, well, but look, that, I suppose, that, I don't know if, like, you talked about amalgamating earlier and stuff like that, but there was loose talk, very loose talk, never never an issue put to the board, but I think it was back in, in 08 when you won that intermediate, like, all Auckland, I think, played relegation final that year, and then when Joe came in, they got to the senior final the following year, but you quite easily could have been looking at a case where all Auckland, Ballinabana, and Auckland Bridge were intermediate, and then there could have been serious talks about amalgamating. Mm. It subsequently didn't happen because all Auckland pushed on and became so strong, and it got to a stage where, well, which one of the rest of the e-boys would make our team. And fair enough, like, you know, they were that strong, they could, yeah. they could, they could make that case. But look, again, I don't know, will we ever see it? Um, it's, uh, as you say, it's, it's, it's contentious. For the overall, the overall good, like, you see even a, a county like Kerry and what they do, like, and okay, when there's provincial championships, they can't be represented with East Kerry or be it a, you know, a mid-Kerry or whatever the case may be. But uh, I tell you one thing, they're, they're cracking finals. like Unbelievable, yeah. It, it, uh, it's something that if, if we could do in Carlo, and I can't see why there wouldn't, we, we can't, it would be unbelievable. Not to, for, for inter, if intermediate clubs are our neighbouring parishes or whatever, to, or, and junior, to be able to join together and to go into a senior group and, and, and try contest then senior. Because you could divide it, but you could do one session with your own club and then do another set, another training session with the amalgamated club and then you could play one game on a Friday and the next game on a Sunday. And if lads want to do that, they'll do it, you know. There'd be no issue with um, lads saying, oh, it's, it's too much of a workload or whatever. If, you, if lads were willing to do it, 
they, they should be able to, you know. Uh, if they're able to do it in Kerry and they're in the champ- county championships uh, a lot longer than what Carlo have been the last few years, uh, it shouldn't be an issue, you know. Yeah. Um, and look, the, the structure that I've been asking everyone about, I think, has lended itself pretty well this year. And who knows, maybe football will be played first next year. But yeah, by and large, it means you'll get a clean run of things and there's no less picked up knocks in between. And, you know, I, I think it's good. Um, look, Grange and, Grange and Tullow, uh, Jesus, there'll be, there'll be no love loss here. Like, um, both sides have really, really good players. And uh, Grange were in an intermediate final two years ago, I think, maybe it's three, two or three years ago. Uh, unfortunately, yeah. unfortunately, came down. And uh, it probably buys into another point where when things go to 10 teams, and I hope it does go to 10 and stay at 10, you'll avoid the OYO situation where the same team is going up and down kind of... Um, I think I think that would be a, a thing that I'd like to see. I'm sure you go along with that. Absolutely, yeah. We mm-hmm. that, we actually um, we beat uh, Grange in that intermediate final actually uh, two years ago. Two uh, years ago, yeah, yeah, two, or two, yeah. And you know, it was kind of a it was a f- funny final because there was two it's kind of two Asian teams going out. You know, it was kind of like the last dance for the two teams. You know, they, that were when they were really at their competitive edge and. You know, we went up to senior then and we knew it was going to be a struggle and then Grange kind of fell off the following year. But in fairness to them, uh, you know, they've, 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 they've regrouped really well in, in, in junior uh, and, you know, they topped their group. They beat Tolo already in the group stages. So I, I know Tolo are, are coming strong. Uh, Mick Yo is doing great work out there and he has, he has them all buying in and they've a young team. So I, I think Grange's experience beat them the last day. But maybe... You know, sometimes the team that loses always learns a little bit more than the team that wins the previous day. So it's it, that'll be an interesting battle, you know. Um, I suppose Grange's favour to have someone like Big John Murphy there who's who'll be able to control the game, you know, and use his experience. So if Tolo can nullify John's threat, they'll, they'll go a long way to winning it, you know. Is Turkey an official or an unofficial nickname? And if so, where did it come from? Jesus Christ. <laughs> I've no comment on that, to be honest. <laughs> uh, you'd have to ask uh, Owen Root or someone about that now. Uh, <laughs> I don't think John would appreciate me now speaking about that. Um, well, do you know what? We'll, we'll have him on at some stage and we'll get him to answer it. <laughs> that, that's it, because maybe my, John Murphy might have something on me that I, I would not go out, so I won't say anything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, you know, there's a what do you call it? The the, the fucking abuse back is going to be as bad. So uh, you're better that's off keeping, keeping the powder dry, Some, probably. That's just some things are better off sitting on the fence, Kevin. And on that, I definitely will sit on the fence for that anyway. That's, that's fair and enough. No, it's, only, it's only it's only a bit of lighthearted crack. With, uh, <laughs> and, uh, John John is a good John is will take it and he give it to you. You know, he, uh, he he's a gas man. He's, he's a, a gen- man. he's a gentleman. I tell you. Uh, <laughs> it's funny actually this this only couple of conversation again recently but uh, the, the YouTube video of the, the hardcore spies doing truly madly deeply I think it was for a Puma ad and Murphy jumps up I think it was it was after Ebeck Kildare inside in Carpenters and like of all fucking songs I was thinking where the fuck did he pull truly madly deeply out like serenading oh, the crowd uh, <laughs> oh, it's unbelievable what a, what a party piece you know it's uh Especially when you see this big man mountain standing up, and you're going, you're expecting like a rebel song, or yeah. something, or I don't know. And next one, this comes out, and it, the crowd just love it then as well, you know. Yeah. Uh, a lot of character, you know. It's he's uh, he's he's one of the kind, you know. And um, you know, it'd be great to see 
for for John to to win a a, a junior and, and get back up intermediate because I know he's put a lot of a lot of work out there in, in Grange. I think he's I think he's secretary out there and he's and he's, he does a lot of committee work and he's trying to get the juvenile going again out there and he's and he's he's playing you know and you were on about me there um, transferring to Aerog. There was big talk about John Murphy transferring to Greg Cullen there for a long time you know. Was very well, you remember that, that so, yeah 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 yeah. So <laughs> we we won't let him off too easily with that. But, we'll have to investigate that as well. Yeah, that's it. You'd have to get him on the pod. <laughs> Yeah, we'll get him on. And yeah, sure. Look, uh, I suppose he'll be, we might line him up for the Grange guest. I suppose with the, the idea of this joke initially, as you know, was to go around to a different club every week and get a guy who has represented the county and make sure all the clubs are, are getting covered. And uh, he's the standout for, for Grange, no doubt. But uh, I tell you one thing, I wouldn't like to see that the expense of Kieran Pender either because that man would have serious stories. We might do, uh, we might, might do uh, one with both of them at the same time. And uh, James, I tell you one thing, you get fair yarns there. Oh Jesus! Yeah, that's true. Yeah, you'd have to charge for that one, uh, uh, Kevin. You'd have to. You'd have to premium content. Podcast. Absolutely. Uh, probably, uh, and it has to be uh, adults only. I'd say with tender on it. We'll put. We'll put a uh, what do you call it? A time block on it. It has to be after nine or ten o'clock or something like that. And yeah, that's it. Uh, there's there's great great characters out there in uh, in Grange. You know, there's only that than um, than the play Tolo in the in the group stages, the group game. Because there was no uh, there was no spectators allowed or whatever. If, uh, if someone uh, took a picture of the live stream that was on Park TV and uh, Blondie Penders Field was full of people there after <laughs> going to the match, you know, this guy, there's some unique pictures coming around from lads different ways of getting into look at games and that, you know. Yeah, it's it's, un- um, it's unreal. Like lads up on top of walls and up on top of bushes and and up on top of vans and everything that you can get a view like. That's it. Anywhere, it's, you know, sure people are just mad to get out and, and watch games, you know. And it's, I'm, I'm glad that people are allowed to get back out there. I know that there's only a limited amount of t- tickets for the game, but some some spectators are better than none, you know. That's, yeah, there's some great characters in in every club, as the, as the fella said. But Pal Pal and O'Hanrens, okay, we, we've talked about it, but we haven't actually talked about the, the fixture and who's going to win it and why they're going to win it. Uh, look, availability wise, uh, I don't know. Are the two lads going to be back? Um, we'll see. We'll see what happens. Have everyone got a full complement? It's very hard to know. And look, whew, like if you're looking at Palace season, I suppose the the first game was an absolute disaster. They put on an exhibition in their second game, and you know the consistent pal that we kind of associated them with being a couple of years back was a little bit no, they were blowing hot and cold a little bit. Um the Blues for their part obviously had that win over Pinestown, another contentious one with that mark. But uh by hook or by crook the the you know that's that's the victory that got them kind of into this position. So big Darrell on the square versus the horse. Is this worth the the few bob alone? <laughs> That'll be an interesting tussle, you know. Um <laughs> you know, Big Daryl is he's he is a handful, you know, and they they not they they really use him uh they use him really well, you know, diagonal balls or whatever to put them in and, and he's able to use his body very well to shield off the man and, 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 and like he, he scores more goals than points, you know, it's a gas. It's it, it, it's gas. But if he's probably suits Connor Lawler, you know, Horst likes a lad that he can he can maybe he can go touch tight and, and wrestle with, you know, and I'm expecting Hurst to maybe open up the legs and get up the field a bit more than he has been in the previous games, you know, because um, he's such a threat going forward. But this whole thing with the, the COVID and all probably galvanised Pal as well, you know, and they're probably they're probably saying to themselves, listen, that's after everything, all the talk, 
we have to we have to go here and win on on Sunday, you know. And it'll be a it'll be a great game, you know. Lee Walker will be a big loss for the Blues as well. Um, Massive, actually. Yeah, met him, met him the other day. Yeah, he's unfortunate. Dev- devastating news for him, you know, uh, to do the cruciate again after coming back so strongly. And because and, we could see firsthand the work that he was doing, because when we were training over in Fenna at the start of the year, he was out doing his own bit with, with Gary and, and Kieran. And, you know, he, he did determination to get back and all. And then for him to go again, it's, it's a heartbreak for him, you know. But he's kind of lad that he'll get the head down again and he'll, he'll work hard at it and he'll, he'll come back. You know, there's no doubt about that. He'll come back. But, you know, it's going to be, it's going to be, that's going to be another Titanic battle, you know. Uh, but Lee will be a huge loss to to, to Hannah and Seam, you know. He, he keeps that ticking over and you maybe might see Carpenter from the start now on Sunday. He could be, he could be needed early on in the game, you know. But like, another, another ageless wonder. Unbelievable. Like, uh, geez, probably one of, he'll definitely go down as one of the all-time greats with Carlo. Anyway, no doubt about that. And uh, for him, he keeps the club going up there as well, you know, which is which, which is great work. He does a lot of great work there in, in O'Hanlon's. But getting back to that point, it's going to be another battle. And but I, I don't, I think with everything that's going on, Pal, Pal might come out on top of that. You know, Connor Crowdy is really going well in the inside, exciting talent, you know, and he'll be one that now crew and Jared Brennan will be looking to step up and and really make his mark in the Carroll team going forward as well. Definitely. So, um, last but not least, uh, all Auckland ladies are on the march again. They're in the intermediate semi-final on Saturday. I think it's Mead opposition, uh, Dunshockland. So, this group of girls have been, you know, excellent over the last couple of years. Is the best way of putting it. You know, winning that Leinster Junior a couple of years back, um, not far off in North Ireland semi. They were, they were like set for a provincial final last year, and then that got, you know, the rug came from under their feet and. I'm sure that's kind of galvanised them, galvanised them this year too, and uh, they've put up two impressive victories: uh, Shells of Wexford and the last day Shanahaw. Uh, <laughs> another little funny one, sorry. I got a phone call last week off a lad from Shanahaw asking me how they video of that game. Like, <laughs> I didn't know we're going to so, give it to him. <laughs> uh, you can't beat a net, can you? Like Jesus, some lads will try anything, you know. It's gas. Oh, but sometimes you hear stories about like, how people get videos of teams and all, and you'd have to you'd have to wonder like you know, there is like video analysis is all well and good, but sometimes it depends on who's breaking it down as well. You know, you could be watching the video there, and like you might as well be watching paint try sometimes. You know, it's, it's it depends on who's doing the analysis, so it's, it'll be hard to it's hard to know what certain ads get from it. Which is you no know, getting back to that point, like the. The Auckland ladies are, are are a serious outfit, you know, and you know they've probably been the the, the in GA wise in, in Carlo the most impressive team that have have played over the last few years, you know, with with with, with what they've won, um, and as you said, after what happened last year, that galvanised them. I'd be no surprise they pushed on now and 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 won a provincial title uh, this year, you know, and it's great that they have the opportunity to go on and do it, you know, and like in the men's where. There's no provincial this year for for the likes of whoever wins the Carlo Championship, but it'll be um, be a battle against the Mead opposition. Mead opposition are always tough, no matter what grade uh, they'll always they're never said die attitude in Mead, you know. And it'll be a it'll be another battle for all Auckland, but I'm sure with standard to have that to be able to come through it. Yeah, and last point then, just because you've kind of mentioned it with the provincial stuff, you're an intercounty footballer. It's probably a good thing to ask you. You're committed to the cause. Would you kind of weigh that up against the fact that the lads don't have an Leinster Championship? And do you think, in your opinion, that maybe we should have went with that and left Intercounty till January? 
Um, yeah, I think so. I think they would have been better off uh, pushing back the county until next year, to be honest, um, with the way things are going. It's going to be very hard. It's going to be very hard to see how the year is going to play out, you know, because I know like certain counties are going into stage three and uh, and could even go into stage four lockdowns. And what does that may, mean then for them, them county teams if they're going to be playing in, a, in the rest of the league or a championship game? Does that mean that they can travel to play the game or do they have to stand down? It's going to it makes for very awkward. Um, it makes for a very awkward time and uh, championships, you know. It probably we would have been better off to to let the club champs just play out and then start back the intercounty season in January because there's no no one knows what way the fixture is going to be next year now either you know it's 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 a bit of a nightmare and um, yeah it, you feel sorry for some of the clubs like as I said like Severo or or whoever comes through Carroll because they would have really fancied themselves to give the, a good a good rattle at the at the Leinster club championship see after seeing what Aero done last year. Yeah, I don't know if we have a Disney World equivalent. Uh, Centre Parks might be the, the the nearest option. I don't know if there's a GA pitch near, but you see what the NBA boys did. They brought them all over to, to Disney World and played off their, their championship. Uh, and obviously with the AFL, they took them all out of Melbourne and they're up around Brisbane and, and places like that to play it off. Jess, I don't know, if, would, would the GA consider anything like that? Um, you have to get a few weeks off work anyhow for a start. And Jesus. <laughs> you'd, you'd need a very flexible uh, boss and uh, you need, uh, yeah, you need a bit of funding too, you know. It'll be, uh, Make a fail out of it. They could do. You could play it out in Fenner there and be, Sean Murphy could rent out his field there and do a bit of glamping or something, you know. He'd, be, he'd make a few bob off of that way. <laughs> but, um, yeah, it's, it's, it's a hard one, you know. Listen, I'm delighted that the county's back. Don't get me wrong, and and I'm looking forward to getting back and playing playing with Carlo this year. And because for us, it's all about getting getting a bit of momentum now. Hopefully, by beat turnover Sligo, and then we play Offaly. Then, which is any given time we play Offaly, it's a fifty fifty game. You know, there's never anything between us. And and you know, we we actually feel like we owe them one for they beat us in Division Three, when and the kind of that was the kind of game that that killed us in the end. That got us relegated so we feel that if we get get everyone back and get everyone more for that we'd have a great chance of going on and them playing Kildare in a, in a quarter final you know and who knows you'd hopefully have a, a repeat of <laughs> a couple of years ago on Tullamore so but uh, yeah listen we're, we're looking forward to it but as I said it, it is disappointing for the likes of Aerog or whoever comes out with Carroll that they don't have a, a club championship to play yeah. Um, listen, Dara, we, we could go on forever. It's uh, it's been a pleasure to chat to you over the last hour. It's a uh, good, good crack as always. And, uh, you know, plenty, plenty to ask uh, John Murphy when we get him on the podcast. And uh, we'll, we'll see we'll see what the story is. We might never want to alone. Uh, sorry, very lastly, very lastly. Who's going to win this senior championship? Like you mentioned there, Rogue. Everyone's kind of saying it's a Peter's not answer for their Rogue. Is there anyone else out there that you think can, can beat them? I've been like the Arrow have a tough test uh, against Mount Leinster Rangers, you know, because no, no, Mount Leinster Rangers they will throw everything at that game because they they won't care, they won't, they don't care about pedigree or what, or what Arrow have. They'll just go out and they'll play their game and and they'll, they'll be they'll be hard beat. But I I, I still feel Arrow with the standard they have and the bench that they have, you know, they they have lads there on the line that could would start in most senior teams in Carlow, you know, um. And I feel that they they're they're a bit ahead of everyone else. I suppose no one's really mentioned the uh, Rathvilly too. They've been impressive in the other side, you know. Um, and you can never write off Rathvilly when you have the likes of Brendan Murphy in that there playing, you know. So if I was a bent man, I'd I put my money on Aerog. Um, 
just simply fact of what they have and what they've done over the last couple of years and they just look they look very impressive to be fair yeah good stuff all right pleasure as always man um great great to have you on uh best luck with the county and hopefully we get a clean run of things and look we'll chat to you again soon all right Kevin, a pleasure and uh, keep up the good work and I really enjoyed the podcast. Thanks very much.